Hey everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 632 being recorded on June something. June 9, six, 2021. 6-9. Yes. Dude, nice. Who else is with me? Jeremy Hellstrom. Josh Walrus. I'm just going to be Brett V tonight. Brett V, that works. Yeah. You can find out when we go live five minutes late and a dollar short at uh, pcper.com slash subscribe. Never miss an opportunity to watch us do this live. You can support the site and the show and all of our endeavors at patreon.com slash pcper. Brett, do we have any news there? Hey, you know, we do. We have th- not one, not two, but three new well, patrons. We got one that's really week. smart man. Very smart oh. and handsome man. We do? Well, I know that there's one at least that's my favorite, which I'm going to lean into. Is it Hobby Ants or Habitants? Well, there's definitely Steve Steve Hobbs. Hobbs Lovet. Hobbs Lovet. Lovet. He's a wise and wonderful individual. Well, really appreciate their support. So thanks very much for joining the patron and keeping this bizarre world spinning around and and uh, this is what uh, allows Sebastian to be better lit this week. So really appreciate everybody's uh, contrib- contribution to that. Second has set their name to simply all caps, three letters, E-A-T. I'm not sure what it means, but I think it's pronounced EAT. Thanks anyway. Yeah, in English, yeah. that's, that is what that means. Yes. Yeah. So I, I really can't say anything more than that. But this last one, oh, the feels... Oh, the feels. This last mm-hmm. one may get their wish at some point, but not tonight. Tonight's not their night, but I will read their name. Their re- name is Less Brett, much less Brett. <laughs> the guys. I've got, I don't you know what's, Brett. I don't know what's gonna... going on right now, but you have the you. NPR thing in full effect. Thank you. And I could really, use less of the NPR thing. I'm really, I'm, you know, should I amp it up a little bit? Because I don't know. I'm just, I mean, if you're trying not to wake somebody, I can, I understand. I'm feeling a little chill right now, but I could, I could put a little more in it. You know, energy is good. People like it. People like it when we yell at each other. Uh, You have to have, uh, what's that word? The conflict for good job. So Uh, we hmm. do have to have the conflict. So Hmm. I did want to add that when you do do the live things, I just put some really bad wallpaper in the studio upstairs and I can't wait to start live streaming, uh, you know, whenever you you want to hit it. Wait for me. You just put in the stream I know, but it's not quite done. You know how to use OBS? Just start broadcasting yourself. I don't think it matters. Just start putting content out there. I'm just going to put the camera up and just sort of walk around inside the room going, oh, look at this piece that I found. Look at this. Yeah, see? It's showing. I don't even know what this is. It's popular. I was looking... Downstairs is just filled with an amazing amount of interesting crap. So We'll be be talking about... See, show and tell. We'll be talking about this a little bit later. Yep. But first, what you're really here for. Let's face it. It's not for you know, tepid commentary on hardware news. It's for mm. Josh and specifically Burger of the Week. <laughs> so uh, they teased this one out last week on Facebook and I looked at it and I thought about it. I thought hard about it. 
really hard about it. And and this Wednesday came around, and my boss came to town. I was like, where do you want to go eat? It's like, well, let's go born to barn. Let's just let's just do it. You're paying, right? Yeah, I'm paying. All right. So today was the Krakatoa burger. And it sounds every much as bad as it actually was. This is truly, truly a unique burger. I think that I did actually do the picture of it earlier today. You did. Not just the description, but I'll, I'll read off the description. Our burger specialist week comes from a land before time. This prehistoric treat is called the Krakatoa burger. It consists of a double patty burger stacked with red chili, queso, onion rings, and our very own extra hot buffalo sauce. Each burger even comes with its own dinosaur toy. Don't eat the toy. So if you, you look here, toy, there's you? a lot of toys I here. I, didn't need to. I got all the toys. Now in my office, I have a uh, dinosaur diorama. I mean, wow. the value that you get. So basically, it's, it's, it's the two patties in the bottom with, you know, a, a bun. I don't know why they give you a top bun, because there's just no way you can squish it all down. And then, you know, you've been to those hibachi places where they stack the onion rings and they put the they put the uh, the lighter fluid in there or whatever, the alcohol, and they light it and you've got the you got the volcaning, the flaming onions. Well, this is essentially the same thing, except with onion rings. They stack the onion rings and then fill that with the red chili and the queso and the fresh cut jalapenos. And the buffalo sauce. And as you can see, they added blue cheese ranch into that as well. And so this was this was not a burger that you could pick up. No, no, it was it was a fork and knife burger and just slopping up the remains. And I ate it. I ate it all. Even had fries. The fries weren't fantastic today, but they were they were workable. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of food. And it kind of hurt me a little bit. I mean, it wasn't that hot. It was just a lot of food because it's like an order of onion rings and fries and a double burger and, you know, a good cup of chili and then jalapenos topped with buffalo sauce. And yeah. It sounds over the top. It, Sorry, it is. It, it tasted good, though. It was good, but it was... Um, it was something I probably won't get again, uh, just because sometimes there is too much of a good thing. It was, <laughs> it was, it was an experience. Will you be able to put up a picture later of your dinosaur diorama? I I, I could do that in the next couple of yeah, days. That would be great. Yeah, that that'd be awesome. Please do that. Dinorama. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, let's. Let's move to the big story. Won't spend too much time on this. I'm sure there'll be some. Angry oh, we probably ranting. will. I know, Come but on. I'm just thinking like we don't want to make it half the show. People Stop are lying. there's fatigue. There's unavailable <laughs> graphics card fatigue out there. I can feel it. Oh. There's just and we just had one of these last week. So now we have another. It's the tie two. It's 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 the thirty seventy Ti. Uh, did you say tie? Isn't it the tie? It's the tie. I, I still call it the tie. I'm, I'm not going to stop. So, oh, yeah. 3070. Right. And what's interesting to me about this, the only 
real captivating thing to me. It was like, you know, this is a new design. It almost looks like maybe a prototype of the 3080 they didn't go with because they needed a bigger cooler. But this has that design where you have a fan on either side. Like the... The in and out fan, if yeah, you will. Yeah, like the 3080. The 3070 did not have that. It just had two fans on one side. Yeah. And here you have... This is the 3080 style. Same thing. This is the 3080 Ti, actually. But, but the, it's a shorter card. You can't see it, but... It's a, it's a slightly smaller version of the same cooler. And it has that same angled 12-pin power connector that everybody loves. If you can even see Yeah, they see keep it. changing the orientation of that, too, don't they? Like, sometimes it's one way, sometimes it's the other. Yeah, with the 3070, it was straight up. This is at least angled back slightly, like the 3080. So, anyway, it's it's the 3070 yeah, tie or TI, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it launched today, allegedly, and the review embargo was up. Well, I mean, the review embargo was up today. Tomorrow is when you're supposed to be able to buy it. We'll talk about that, but... It's uh, it's here. It's GA one hundred four, not one hundred two. I kept on thinking it was going to be a cut down one hundred two. One hundred two, of course, being the high end. The thirty ninety, thirty eighty, thirty eighty Ti are all based on one hundred two. This is one hundred four. There wasn't a whole lot of room. It, it, there's you could go up two SMs. Yeah, not that's it. A lot left. Not a yeah, lot left to unlock there. It's a fully there. enabled uh, one hundred four. But that only takes you from fifty eight eighty eight. To 6144 in the CUDA core department, it's only two SMs more, 48 versus 46. Mm-hmm. The big mm-hmm. deal Look at here, all those extra tensor cores. Well, right, yeah. 192 well, versus Look at all that ex- those extra megahertz. 75. Yeah, 75, 75 megahertz faster uh, base, um, about 50 megahertz faster boost. The important thing is the memory subsystem here, or the memory system. It's GDDR6. It's girth, not its size. Yes, it's it's wider. Well, no, it's not wider. It's still 256. It's faster. No. It's faster. It's faster. It's yeah. 19 gigabit per second effective versus uh, 14. That's the big deal. Sure ain't bigger. It's and the the TDP is higher. It goes from 220 to 290, and it's 100 dollars more. So it's 20 yeah, so, I mean, percent more expensive. They just they just pump more power into it for a little bit. Yeah. Holy so cow! Those, those two extra SMs really eat up the juice. They're they're. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> we we could have a pretty interesting discussion about yields and bins, and uh, voltage curves and and stuff like that, uh, because yeah. that's that's kind of crazy. Uh, because you're not gaining that much in terms of uh, clock speed or right. even usable yeah. die. So they're doing some interesting stuff to to get uh, these to work. Time spy extreme. Let's just go through some quick numbers for the audio listeners. Uh, it's not a whole lot faster than a thirty seventy. Okay, spoiler alert, it's a 3070 with faster RAM. So if it's an application that can benefit from a lot more memory bandwidth, you're going to get better performance. So with a synthetic like 3 Mark Times by Extreme, it's the best case scenario for it, where it actually beats an RX 6800. This is the only instance where it did in my testing, but I was only testing at 4K. Uh, Metro Exodus at 4K, high preset, DirectX 12. It go you go from fifty six point seven one on average to sixty one point seven two. Let me just make an observation in its favor that it okay. is a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper than a twenty eighty Ti was. <laughs> and, About and half it, the price. Actually, at, it, and well, for MSRP, and actually outperforms it. So you know there. Let's see you know. the twenty eighty Ti so launched in two thousand eighteen. Yep. I'm, yes. You know I'm, I'm with you. 
Yeah, 2018. If you bought one there for a thousand bucks, you'd still be and using you still had it. it. Yeah, and you wouldn't you, have to yeah. upgrade to a six hundred ninety nine dollars or six hundred dollar uh, if you can get it thirty seventy Ti yeah. because you only get a couple of percent performance increase, a little bit more if you're using RTX, but you've still got so you don't have to feel bad and just as and just as much memory bandwidth. So it's yeah, you you're if, if you bought one of those, you're you're you you're really uh, what is that called when you're you get the most out of it. Depreciation. Your depreciation is is, is you're sitting good. in a nice long tail. Yeah, no need to upgrade. Oh, yeah, your depreciation is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, probably you could. The, there has been yeah. no compelling reason to upgrade from a 2080 Ti if you were lucky enough to get one of those back when it oh, was available. True. You know what? A it's not 3080 Ti. A 3080 Ti, a regular 3080. If you had gotten it at sixty nine nine six ninety nine at launch. You would be an extremely happy person because it's you know fifty percent faster than a twenty eighty Ti and only six ninety nine. Mm-hmm. You lose mm-hmm. a gig of memory, big deal. Your speed and everything else is so much better, but getting a hold of thirty eighty availability and pricing is another discussion. If we're just looking at yeah. this objectively as like the middle of the product stack between the thirty eighty and the thirty seventy, I still don't think it's very compelling. Because it's so close to a 3070, it's nowhere yeah. near. It's it's not even close to halfway no. to a 3080. Right. It's, it's not in the middle. It's a hundred dollars less than a 3080 MSRP. Right. If, if you could no. buy them all at MSRP, slower. why wouldn't you get the the 699 card instead of the 599? That's way slower. It's 20 percent slower than a 3080. 10 percent faster than a 3070. So it's like I. It's, so this card should be 575. MSRP. I mean, if they could do five forty nine, isn't that the actual list price of a sixty eight hundred? I was yeah, going to exactly. say if they could match the sixty eight hundred or uh, a little bit of a premium for the uh, ray tracing, that right. would make and sense. Well, and that's what this is. Five seventy nine. But anyway, unless you had to have slightly, Nvidia. you're paying for the ray. And if you look at something like here's here's the one. I'll just show one more result here. The, yeah, just the pure continue. RTX like DLSS result here. Bright memory, bright memory, infinite benchmark. This is at the very high RTX setting. 52.86 frames per second is what it manages at 2560 by 1440. This is a very demanding test. 47.94 was what the 3070 could do on average. So you're gaining, it's almost exactly 10%. But the 3080 was at 68 frames per second in the same test. Mm-hmm. So let's see, it's, it's 10.3% faster than the 3070 and 22.3% behind the 3080. So it's just twenty percent. That's more twenty percent more expensive, and it's drawing the whole two hundred ninety <laughs> watts. Of course, two ninety one was the max I it pulled. It just it's not that exciting. It's twenty percent more for ten percent better performance. And in two thousand nineteen, we got the super cards, which were like almost next card up the stack performance for the same price. So it's it's weird. They're not doing any supers this time around. They don't have to, but the TI, which commands a premium it's really just a memory upgrade it's like this could have been the 3070x like the gddr6x edition and maybe it would have been a hundred dollars more i don't know gdr gddr6x is more expensive i'm done you know this 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 wouldn't be as horrible as it is if we had actually had last generation stuff available 
Because remember when you could get a RX 480 or 580 for 150 bucks? Oh, I don't want any of that crap. And now it's like, I'll take one. <laughs> with the same with the same amount of memory. Eight gigabytes of memory yep. on those $150 cards. Oh. It's it's yeah. this crazy. It's insane. It's 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 pissing me off. And yeah, I mean we'd we'd probably be thinking about it a little differently if we could get last generation stuff because you know, we had the 1000 series for a long time with, you know, the RTX 2000 series. And uh, now those have all dried up and and uh, the 2000 series is is totally dried up and you can buy a 1660 for three hundred and fifty dollars, if you catch it in the right time at Newegg, that's that's it's just stupid. It's you know, odd because the systems integrators are still selling new twenty sixties. For instance, I just happened to notice this the other day. Of course they are. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, I think video. I, I mean, uh, it makes sense. To arrive. They they grab chips out of channel that you know were just sitting there, and it's like, uh, here guys, I'll sell you, and you can sell these for a lot of money and they are yeah yeah the fact that you can buy a brand new system and i think i threw the graphic up when i was editing the podcast last week is that you know you can go to dell and configure an alienware system right now with a 5700 xt it's they're not exactly selling 10 series cards we joked about that i don't think you can buy a new system with a 1080 in it right now unless you find 5700 is kind of a 1080 ti well, right, same right, performance right level, but there. it's it's just yeah. funny because you can build to order a new computer with that three-year-old GPU in it. Launched well, in that level of performance. That essentially is that level of performance, yes. Which is, I mean, that's all your money's getting you. You can buy an $1,800 PC and that you're getting a 2019 PC, is my point. This yeah. is it. This mm-hmm. is the last two years of just the processors lost. newer. If you want AMD. Well, yeah, they're, they're newer processors. That's true. So you can just, tell, well, I mean, there's an argument. It's, it's, <laughs> boy, the people, you got to admit, the people who sold their 2080 Ti for like 600 bucks in the summer of uh, 2020, they, they've got to be pissed. So angry. Oh, I've got to sell them right now before the 3000 series come out. Right. It's going to be valuable. I got to get top dollar. I got to yeah. get top dollar. It's, we all know. There's literally happened. no way you can launch a video card right now and make anyone happy. No. Yeah. It's impossible. You can't pick a price they like. They don't can't pick a performance that they like, because oh, you can what pick you're a doing price is that they like. what if it was no, if you it was can't a because lower, then it wouldn't be available. Yeah, but, if you make the price too good, it's, it's gone. It's meaningless. But then again, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's gone instantly. Even if the price is terrible, it's still gone. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, what if it was a low to mid tier and there was enough of it? I mean, the problem here is is all of these are very skewed to the high end. There's nearly no low mid tier card right now. You know, Intel has got to be burning the midnight oil and the graphics thing, trying, yeah. trying to get in on this. You'd think. Yeah. There was some smashing outside. Hopefully that's nothing important. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you, they've got to be. I mean, I think they're trying to get into 2021, early 2022 with, you know, a mid-range product. And they would make money if they had a mid-range product. But... We have no idea what it really looks like, how it's going to perform, how effective it is against the competition. But still, when you have nothing to buy, even something that is not nearly as good as competition is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'd love to see, you know, and, you know, just 
assume we're saying theoretical in front of price and or some sort of synonym because it's getting boring at this point to try and come up with something. Uh, if you could find one that's retailing for three fifty or lower, because no one's releasing those cards right now. Like neither AMD nor Nvidia seems particularly interested in what would have been the mid range a couple of years ago and is now the low end. Like there's there's nothing even aiming there. But at the same time, why would you bother when you can get a bit better premium on cards that, you know, disappear the millisecond they come off of uh, the fab. Yeah. Why not make more high margin cards? Yeah. Are they even still producing Polaris from AMD? God, I don't know. The RX five. I don't know. Series. You could sell. If they have some, you know, 275 bucks to 300 bucks for an RX 580. And people would have some lying around. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, I have two of those. Should I get rid of them? Get well, one more aimed at AMD. You know, it sounds or... like a good idea until you need a card and then you can't get one. You, you I know. That's why I so. kept them. Yeah. Anyway, we're not going to torture people anymore. It's torture. Uh, what's the final? No, we probably will. This? Just uh, just being just being live here is in a way torture to certain people. No, but we could watching. ease the torture by just moving on to the next subject. And this is actually kind of a painful one too. It is because people have been waiting for this for two years. Computex 2019, Noctua shows off this giant passive cooler. And, you know, I follow Fanless Tech on Twitter, and they've been reporting on this for two years. And they had another report. It's here. It's finally here. We have a name, and it's the NHP1. And it makes sense if you understand their naming, because P would be passive. So it's the passive one. Fanless cooler. Look at it. It's big. It's thick aluminum. Uh, but unfortunately, you go to the link, and it's just this. Sorry, we can't find this item. So it was, we. It was on Newegg long enough. XP. I love that too. Yeah, I, that's why I captured this particular screenshot. Man. The twenty five hundred plus. I think I have one of these new. I do sealed. too. It's Ooh, not new, new and sealed, but I've got one. Um. Anyway, there's a whole bunch the of best uh, at the time info. If you go to Fanless Tech, because it's as far as I know, it's still not available. The listing was well, taken that's down. Nice. Yes, it was cool. nice now, If you go tell to the link, that. it's a cached product page. It's a hundred dollars. Apparently, this is brown. It's, uh, uh, it doesn't look brown. But, well, it's, maybe the packaging is brown. Mm, why would they say it's brown? Well, because it's weird. Because it's, it's not to a, a, Come on. Yeah. Well, well, I know. Yeah. That. So why would you even I mean, imply it's, that it, it's <laughs> obviously going to be brown and tan and brown and. So if you, let's see, uh, Twitter, there's a response from Noctua to a question about early sale. Why was my uh, sale canceled? Because people were buying it on Newegg. Jordan in our Mm -hmm. chat bought it. And it's like, they said, thank you very much for your order and apologies for the inconvenience. The product hasn't been released yet and Newegg wasn't authorized to sell it. Please bear with us. How passive aggressive of them. Order very soon. But passing the buck along there. But you think uh, Newegg actually had had some because they imported them, or they got a supplier from China to send them some or something? I don't know. They probably do. They're old DH15s. They just didn't ship with fans. They're just not telling people. That's that's probably not true. <laughs> I want to get. I was kind of being facetious, but I, I would buy one of these and then put various fans on it to see. Could you put one 
400 really RPM low, fan on this. Yeah, really low it. RPM fan. If it's, and they were talking like up to 5800X level CPU. What was the watt dissipation? What did they say the watt dissipation was on it? I don't think it actually had a, a number. Let me go back to the listing. Was Usually like they have some sort of TD, TDP. 185? No, I'm about to close to 200. Well, they, they said 105 CPUs were okay. They have yeah. this whole disclaimer. Please note I'm looking that the for TDP it. rating or amount of heat dissipation that the cooler can handle not only depends on the chassis and various other factors, such as ambient temperature, uh -huh. da, 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 da. Uh -huh. they don't actually get into the hard... Oh, it varies from CPU model to CPU model as well. Oh, uh, really? This oh. is good oh, information it. to know. Oh, What's interesting well, okay. is that it mentions the 9900K on the list of low to moderate heat dissipation CPUs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure they know the meaning of that word. 3950X, I mean... Yeah, Those yeah, aren't kind of. I mean, it's still a hundred and five watt part, but it's ninety nine hundred K. If you run that thing, you'd have That's... to run it with power limits enabled, and it's still going to spike briefly. I've had um, two hundred and fifty watt coolers on that one, and it and I've lost thermal control mm -hmm. on a ninety nine hundred K. How much does that weigh? The cooler. Mm hmm. I don't think they. There's no specs page. That's the thing. Like I, I wanted to read all the numbers, like the dimensions and stuff. And if you clicked on specs, it was nothing. Josh, and, are you thinking if they dropped it from orbit, would it survive reentry? That is it. How, like that much mass, or what are you getting at here? I think it's aluminum. It doesn't so look no, a blade that, of. That will, that will probably, of, you know. There's gonna be copper. It's, like, it's not titanium. So copper heat okay. pipes or six heat pipes. Okay, let's let's move on. <sighs> Moving AMD. On. 3.3 pound. Is it really? One and a half a kilo. Chunka. Good lord. Well, it's I mean, most of them are the overhang nowadays, so. What's the. You're yeah, asking but this for one's all offset. these detailed specs that they don't have. It's, this Listen. has a, like an offset where, you know, like you're, you've got it connected to the board, and if it's really overhang. Dude, that's, that's going to be some serious torque on that board. That's the way point. Well, Dang. but the heat sinks are on the back, so maybe it's balanced. Or the, the heat pipes, rather. Because, you know, that's how physics works. The heat's sure. heavier. Okay. So Maybe on. Canadian physics. Radeon physics. Pro. RDNA 2 powered Radeon Pro cards. Forget about orbit. consumer graphics. If you actually want to get some work done, hmm. of course you can probably mine on these. I don't know. But anyway, Radeon Pro W6800 and W6600 GPU. Serve the Home has an article about this. Who has read this? I saw it on the list. I'm assuming. Hey, do you know, do you know wait, how no, fast I put it on the, list. the W6600 goes? How fast does it go? Like 2.8 gigahertz. What? Really? Yeah. They're getting a lot out of... Uh, and that's crazy. their workstation one. And so that's... No, this same, is the brand new one. Same... God, why do you talk over me? Don't you know I'm a king here? Because it's habit. <laughs> Wrong. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's like 2.8 gigahertz with the uh, W6600. Uh, they're expecting 2.9 to 3 gigahertz with the desktop version of that chip the rx 6600 hmm isn't that amazing it is uh -huh. I'm, I'm scrolling down because that's that 23 that we haven't played yet seeing them listed so that's 2.8 gigahertz at 100 watts that is that is nuts. hey did that say this w6800 down below scroll down did that say that it drew 650 watts just check me on that just keep growing. Uh, it, scrolling. Uh, it, it's a power supply recommendation. 
Oh, oh okay. Yeah. That was just PSE recommendation. Yeah, I just that's saw the 250 the... TDP. Yeah. The other one's 100. Oh, okay. Man, <laughs> that was ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Dude, that's... that's... Um... It's got like 32 megs of uh, that uh, special uh, cache. And if you're running it at 2.8 to 3 gigahertz, that's that's some serious transfers. Yeah. Um, when this thing hits desktop, that's that's going to be an interesting product because the 6700 was a pretty interesting product, even though you can't get it at 479 except if you're really lucky on AMD.com, which tomorrow they're supposed to drop. Um, and I've, I've added them to cart, but I've never been able to get to the checkout. Never, bastards. Uh, but yeah, this is you know going to be sub that. It's going to be a four hundred to three hundred fifty dollar card, and uh, yeah, it runs at that speed, and it the TDP is it's going to be a hundred to hundred fifty watts for the desktop version. That's 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 ludicrous, but it's awesome. Yeah, I think people are yep. are sort of extrapolating clocks based on the, the rated teraflops performance. I'm looking at an article here at Tom's who says boost clock of around twenty three twenty megahertz. That's the sixty. Well, for the sixty six, that's the sixty eight. Yeah. No, it'll be the sixty eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and what's wacky are the prices. So the the sixty six hundred the Navi twenty three that Josh is excited about six hundred and fifty bucks MSRP. Yeah, but it's, it's a workstation power. It's, well, that's cheap. Six fifty is yeah. cheap for a workstation card. Yeah. The the brothers twenty two fifty. That sixty eight hundred will cost you a wee bit more, but thirty two gigs of ECC memory is uh, not cheap. It it, it, it can't be. <laughs> And yeah, the, the little bit that I did, I also linked to the AMD uh, posts of it, of which they give a lot more information on the 6800 than they do the 6600. But uh, regardless, these are looking like very interesting uh, things. And what what is it? The, the other thing, most ridiculous thing, the 6800, I believe it is a dozen... Mini DP DisplayPort 1.4s with DSCs on every single one. <laughs> just cause. <laughs> no, it's just six. Oh, yeah. it's just six. There you go. Okay. Yeah, it's half just dozen. standard. But That's look at that mini DisplayPort. I have to yeah. get those USB C adapters out. I'm sure that's a much yeah, yeah. more common instance. Yeah, you don't see that, that very much outside oh, of Oh, for professional stuff? Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, Not everybody oh, lives in Apple dude, land, on, Brett. We don't use Dell Docs. Well, they Dell used Docs to. Re- Dell Docs require mini DP. Hmm. Yep. Because yeah. they do. Hack a day. We talked about, didn't we just talk about this last week? We were talking <laughs> about the knows. That was clever. 12 volt spec again. Uh, I swear we just talked about this. But this is a new article. We did. From two days ago. We did. It's, uh, yeah. We didn't have the white paper at that point. Okay. So they're talking about. You know, it's hey, ATX is is Intel standard. They can tweak it if they want to, guys. Yep, I'd forgotten yeah, that. Put the onus. But they're also on... the BTX, so. Uh, look, they can all be winners. Yeah. No, there there was one interesting thing that came out of this, uh, which you know was a personal affront to me this week, is that shops like Dell are already doing this, 
and they're doing it on their own in strange and freaking interesting ways, which interfere with like, say SATA power and, and other fun things. So the idea of a standard 12 volt only for OEMs to use actually does seem like a better idea than it does for, you know, enthusiasts still. But then again, I mean, you've got uh, EVGA trying to put out their, whatchamacallit, that never really, it's never been available. It was sort of like an old, uh, uh, like one of the old GPUs, the Connect, Seasonic, not, sorry, Seasonic Connect. Yes, so the Seasonic the, Connect. The power the supply, cord. which came with a chunk. And so the idea is that, boom, yeah, it's feeding 12 volt only, but... There is absolutely no issue with your graphics card. That's what it feeds off of. And there's no reason they can't put a little dongle off of it that can down to your fan speeds if you're a little bit upset about running a fan controller or off of the motherboard. So um, first look at this, I, I, I despised it, I hated it, and you know what? I think I was wrong. I think there is actually a lot of benefit to this not for the do-it-yourself community, but for everyone else that's running out and buying a boutique or just a basic OEM computer, that, yeah, you might actually be able to upgrade that thing without trying to learn your own wiring. I found the interesting thing when I read that article was that some of this is um, actually coming from California with regards to efficiency and power draw with power supplies mm. and things like that. Yeah, that just makes it even and more that- insufferable. Than it already was. It does. I know, but I'm just telling you that's that's it part of what's smug. Is behind this. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, that's uh, they ruin everything. California, it's yeah, the rest. They do look like they're going to be able to meet the standards with high efficiency existing power supplies and the you know standard non 12 vo mode or, or connection method. But it is easier if they move towards all 12 vo, and the SIs are probably going to be the ones that benefit the most. And Dell is all over the map with what it is that they're building. So it does make a certain amount of sense. For the rest of us, though, I think I think doing something like what Seasonic was doing with the that extra piece that you could sort of run 12 volts to and then pull your, your fans and, and drive and any other um, voltages you need off of that, but not having to go out to the motherboard might be a better way to go about mm-hmm. moving to 12VO than trying to bring everything onto the board. There's, there's not a lot of space on the motherboard. They're already pretty packed. Another voltage What you're saying is change area. the standard to 12-volt only, but then have a power supply that's got the 12-volt yeah. and your a other down voltages. Well, I, I think maybe this sort is of a piece box? that might... Well, that might come with the yes. motherboard. Seasonic did it. You're, you're talking about... Are, are we, are we having the conflict now? Is this the conflict? This is conflict. Like, this is You're it. talking about right, taking power right. supplies into your Apple dongle world. I don't want to have to plug mm. dongles into my PSU to plug no, five-volt things into my PSU. Then I do understand a world find... where things are more modular and you have one board and everything plugs into it and it's just getting board power. Where are you going to give up your real estate on your on your precious board? What what, what are you going to do without? ATX boards on... have a lot of wasted space. Let's be. Oh, let's be I don't honest. know. Some of the high end boards are pretty packed out. They're covered in you're armor. To give up features. Take away the armor and just put like voltage regulators all over it, and then huge. Or a I didn't realize we, we had a daughter board in our midst. Ooh, Apparently, we do. Heresy. Heresy. <laughs> don't take my armor off my motherboard. You hey, kidding? Boards, boards no, you use armor. They yeah, take yeah. out your RGBs. And they did, yes. they did just fine. <gasps> this board is 30 years old. It still works great. Bear chips. It's naked. Put that away. 
That's, that's, yeah, but that was also in the land in of 150 you watt you can't power supplies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With questionable yeah. efficiency. No, we we need to electrify yeah. the armor and turn it into the the uh, step down the new the ground plane. Yeah. Okay. It's it's, it's been touch at your own minutes. risk. Move. Next topic. It's Next ridiculous. topic. The deadline. Ah. The deadline draws near to avoid auto joining Amazon's ne- mesh network called Sidewalk at the register. This report. Uh, so, Jeremy, please walk us through this. Sidewalk? Yeah. So, uh, if you still own Echo or Ring, you will, in the very, very near future, be automatically signed up for Sidewalk. This is an interesting idea of when, if your particular internet service goes out so that your Ring can't sit there and monitor what your neighbors are doing or your little tag uh, that you bought from Amazon that tells you where your gadgets are. It can't reach the internet. Well, what it's going to do is it's going to run over to the neighbors and borrow a cup of their internet. And it'll, depending on how close they are, either Bluetooth low energy or over LoRa, which is the one that they've been doing. So essentially it's going to build its own little interconnected internet of things across your entire neighborhood as of yesterday. So yeah, if you didn't opt out, guess what? Uh, you're part of it. I was asked to specify that you can turn this off via Alexa or from the control center of the ring app. You can't, you're not permanently now attached. You can remove yourself from it, opt out. Yeah. And savvy which, people you know, who always actually works care perfectly. are going to opt out. That's the problem. It's the ones that don't opt out that don't notice that their ring is now mining Bitcoin in the second that they okay. lose let, internet because their ISP let me, let me cuts them out, here. goes across the street to grab <laughs> their internet, and at the same time is now infecting them. Uh, Jeremy, they're not doing this to Blink, too. I know that uh, I think Amazon now owns Blink because I have Blink cams around my place. Yeah. No, uh, aren't they uh, discontinued? Like oh, you're not pushing the blink I anywhere. Know. I haven't bought one in a while. This is for the the most mostly the uh, you know stuff that people are using. Like, I know that at work. For me. My upstairs neighbor knows more about the neighbors while he's at work than he does when he's sitting here at home being an unemployed bum. Oh, okay. He's in the He works for the movie industry, so they're in their break right now. Uh, but yeah, no, he uses that ring to just watch the neighborhood obsessively. And the yeah, fact that's, that that's you know not, even if it goes creepy. down. He can still get it from across the street from the people that he's spying on. Yeah, but on these are the same people can't. who just look out their window back in the day. Like if you're just if you're the, the neighborhood, yeah, but he watch does that less when he's at home, looking around. <clears throat> this just yeah, allows us can to do it while he's away. Yeah, well, we can just lay on our couches no. and still, you know, Bzz. chat with the neighbors and spy yeah. on each other. And we know for a fact that it's recorded. Right. Uh, the U.S. police, at least, uh, were recently upset to find out that now they have to public announce to a neighborhood when they demand all of the ring footage from the neighborhood. So it's being stored somewhere. And I'm sure that that is a hundred percent secure, which will never be broken into or taken over by nefarious people that, you know, are going everywhere. Machine learning AI going on there and, and looking at stuff. It's like, there's nothing going on. We're deleting this footage, nothing going on deleting because that's a tremendous amount of storage. Storage is not oh, yeah. infinite. I mean, damn near, but no. it's not infinite. Plus, they could be mining Chia with it. So they, they can't <laughs> waste too much no, space on it. your meaningless video. 
So all I'm saying is that your footage is probably in Alan's uh, raid somewhere. Basement. We have no comment from Alventano at this time. <laughs> Battlefield. Yeah. 2042. 128 player combat. Now, I, I'm... When I'm, you hated your squad mates before, just wait until you get them now. Yeah, it's double. It's it's all... Bigger numbers are better. Last gen versions, you had 64 player limit. Now 128. That's, That's just too big. much. I don't play it's too much. Battle Royale games. Tell me, is this a lot? What is Fortnite's limit? 100. Okay. I have no idea. I remember Soul Dot, which did uh, 256, and that was just ridiculous. Hmm. And don't worry, if you're still using an X-Bone or a PS4, they're limiting you to the 64-player map so that uh, you can still play. Well, the, the older ones, the uh, Series S, Series X, and PS5 can do 128. Yeah, if you've ever found one for sale next to the <laughs> 3080 and everything else. You just... So that was actually kind of nice of them. They're... They they dumped the single player. That's just gone. Uh, but apparently pay. you... You know, yeah. BF, BF2 didn't have single player. No, it, it was not multiplayer. Yeah, and it was done. And so BF2 well. was was a bigger title than Battlefield 1942. All right, right. Well, there was a reason for that. But BF, yeah. BF5 had a had a uh, campaign, right? Yeah, yeah, crappy one, but yeah, yeah well, it was, it was there. there. They it also had the world's worst server browser. All right, real quick. Next to BF1, Jeremy, what can you tell me about power? over Wi-Fi. Hasn't this been talked about for like a century now? Well, like Waldo. Waldo was was power over air. And yeah, Tesla mm-hmm. with his power over but air. Not not you that would Tesla. recognize Younger, the picture that I chose. It was actually Nikolai Tesla. It's not just Elon yeah. Musk. Elon Musk did not invent wireless power. No, no, some people might uh, recognize the uh, picture from this. Oh yeah, let's look at yeah, our It's Warden Cliff Tower. No, he's going to put it up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That is that a, was uh, wireless a rather power. phallic image, I must say. Well, Teslas are interesting people. What can we say? So, yeah, regardless of all of those videos that you see on YouTube proving that you can cook an egg by just putting two 5G uh, phones closely together, <laughs> shit don't work like that. Um, so what this is is a really bit interesting bit of research at a sing, uh, universities in Singapore and Japan, which are using what they're calling spin-torque oscillators. These are nanodevices which actually deserve the name nanodevices. They are wee little tiny things that act like a very small and very finicky capacitor. They don't hold power for very long. Uh, they, they like to get rid of it, and they don't, they're not able to do hold a lot but what they figured out was how to connect multiple one of these tiny freaking little things together and so they would pair a couple of them together and in five seconds the they would charge and they could put power a 1.6 volt led for up to a minute numbers are not bad charge for five seconds power for a minute 1.6 volt well it's not huge but then again we're talking literally nanoscale devices that they're adding together so the idea is that for very small things uh the sensors that uh, you would use 
to detect your gas, a gas leak. Sensors that you would use out in the field if you're a scientist. All the RGBs on your motherboard uh, could literally be powered <laughs> now you got my over 2.4 oh, gigahertz <laughs> microwave. Yeah. So it, it, that's what their test was because, I mean, why wouldn't you test with LEDs? And so the, the real trick is trying to get them strung together because if you get too many of them together, they start to interfere together because you're dealing with nanoscale electricity, which is rocky because electricity is... It doesn't stay in one place. It likes to fiddle around with things near to it. But they've done it. And, you know, it's really interesting to see if they're going to be able to, you know, get this to the point where your Wi-Fi router is able to power very small little things. Like, say, a really small Wi-Fi repeater. It's early days. It'll be a while before you see it. But there's a link to Physics World. You only get to use five of them a month, so... Don't use them all up unless you want to read it. And there's a link to, I think it's Nature, or that uh, it was published in. So it's kind of nifty. Sure, it's not nurture? Uh, it could be genetics. It's that conflict again, nature mm. versus nurture. Yes, it is. Okay, final story tonight. D- DIY versus boutique. There you go. See, TechSpot did a, a, an interesting article. This is boutique PC builders versus OEM pre-built, which is best for gaming. And of course, we know. I was thinking about that, but I talked about the Nook instead because I kind of like that new Nook. Yeah, and so do I. I'm gonna demand one. This this looks Basi- like basically uh, Hydro X. I'm not sure. Yeah, Some kind of hardline system here. I can't see past all the glare. I know. So let's, let's see. Where are the, where's the? Uh, <laughs> well, here's the the first pass the breakdown. breakdown between DIY and like boutique build, and it, that inflection point is right around that fifteen sixteen hundred dollar mark and you end up with quite a bit more gaming pc for mid to upper you're at that 2060 level uh if you just let them build it and send it to you Mm -hmm. versus building it yourself for the about the same amount of dollars you're down on power from a cpu that's because they spent a thousand bucks on that 1660 right (laughs) perhaps it doesn't make any sense to diy right now unless you're buying um unless you're using an existing graphics card for sure well i was CPU just really surprised or you got lucky. to see how skewed the value yeah. was towards just letting them build it for you this, this was the My story back is really awful. skewed too it made way more sense the last time there was a big mining explosion yeah to go pre-built and yep the only interesting i guess the only real there's a second graph down below if you want yeah to the, the, the the what i would look at if i were doing this article is what is the premium attached right now to boutique over DIY? Because certain DIYs like Dell have raised their prices up to boutique levels. Hmm. Others have not. So I know Josh always brings up the pre-builts from Newegg, which are not exorbitantly marked up. No. And there are certain others that are not. So let's go high-end. Um, high-end pre-built versus boutique. This is where things... I mean, you know, Falcon Northwest... Well, that's where it makes sense. Well, they, they, they used MSI... Uh, MSI would be the kind of the stand-in for Josh's new egg pre-built, but and they considered MSI. A, okay, do they even get into the Falcon Northwest and the the? They do mention it in, in the article. They mention them, but they're not part of this. But they're not part of the graph build. They're not. Up. That's not no. okay. They're not going high end unless they're going like Falcon Northwest or. Well, Digital if you look Storm, at the builds, what they would consider Origin. high end, they've definitely got. 3080 series cards on that high end uh, graph. Let me just scroll down there myself. Yeah, here. I mean it's it's here. Yeah, I'll say there saying. they are. We're talking 30, cyber power, 30, PC, 70. and I buy power. These are but these are more affordable brands. They have high end component selection, but 
Yes, but like, it was a dollar value would, ratio here. I wouldn't call so them highest power, a boutique. lowest I would dollar. Call them a pre-built. Sure, I'm cranky sure. now. I'm totally cranky yeah. now because it's not. Boutique. You should be. I mean, you know, fucking Northwest has uh, their their stuff is expensive, but it's not so incredibly expensive. And I think that you get some interesting value for your money with guys like that. And when all of this has come down, their prices, from what I've seen, have not increased. I mean, they're still kind of at that same level. I mean, they've already built in some margin, and they have you know pre-existing contracts with you know MSI, Asus, whoever to get these cards and they're going to get those cards. I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Linus with LTT, he buys cards at the OEM prices and sells them at MSRP when he gets a thing. I mean, it's the same thing. They got contracts and they're not getting hammered by this mining stuff. And so they actually have things available and you can make an argument of going to main gear, Falcon Northwest, whoever, and uh, saying, yeah, your prices are high. However, I get a quality product and you're not jacking up the prices even more considering what the market is. So it's a win-win for those guys. They may be getting a few more customers uh, now that they're just, you know, they, they actually have product available within the next month. You can order something, get it in a month, and you got a high-end gaming system that is well-built, quality products, it's like uh, that Tom Nichols, uh, Death Expertise guy. He he bought a new NVMe uh, drive, called up Falcon Northwest. Is like, I don't know how to install this. And they spent an hour on the phone with him, helping him out. I mean, you get what you pay for. And right now, surprisingly, there's a lot more value hmm. in that than there was yeah. previously. See, right now is the perfect time if you've ever considered them too expensive because everything's expensive. And they didn't raise their prices. This is yeah. Yeah, this is the same as it was a year or two ago when I was reviewing yeah. one of their systems. And if you look here on their website right now, the talent. Well, I mean, they priced those out. You're like when this first came out, they they priced them with Nvidia. Like, okay, we're selling this, and these are the price we're going to get for this many. Okay. You're you're we're on the hook to buy this many at this price, and they did long before this insanity happened. It, so that's so the thing. Like they, they've never works. overcharged, at least since I've been observing them, for components. If you want a, a bigger power supply, you're pretty much paying market value for that upgrade. If you want a, diff, a different CPU, the difference between the base CPU and the CPU upgrade is pretty much market value, or at least it has been. So like, here's the base model for a Ryzen-powered system. This is the mid-tower. It's the Talon. You're getting... A Supernova G3 750 watt power supply. You're getting a Crosshair 8 Dark Hero motherboard. So it's all, it's like, it's high end stuff. So here's the 5800X is the base. And it comes with their own, they have a custom Asa Tech 280 millimeter liquid cooler. You're getting 32 gigs of Trident Z memory, 3200 megahertz. You can upgrade that. But it's the base model has a 3070. And it, you're going to get a 3070. Right, and it's it's a, the only way it's you're a going reference to... 3070. You can switch that out. But if you look, you can go down to a 3060 Ti and you save 150 bucks. Being able to buy a system, and this is like mm -hmm. a $3,700, $3,800 system, but it comes with a 3070 high-end motherboard, it's 5800 Yeah, there's a markup attached to this, but it's not really much more than a similar system from 
a lot of other Good rebuilds Lord, right even, now, including Dell. If you click on the 3090, does it apologize or does it actually give you one? <laughs> the lead time changes depending on what you have. Okay, fair. It's unavailable. So let me see what the lead time is here with a 3090. If it shows me that. I'm going to have to actually No, you're going to have to. Uh... Yeah. Well, anyway, you can order it. I don't know what the exact um, time to deliver. Well, the lead time be, will be but... shorter than waiting for uh, that new egg thing that Josh likes. And they, they work closely with EVGA. That's Shuffle. kind of their, their I preferred don't like partner. That. So they're all EVGA <laughs> and reference cards, basically, from the NVIDIA side. But anyway, it's it's if you had $4,000 to spend on a PC, you're not going to go wrong buying something like this. But... Yeah, even if you have the skill to put it together yourself, you just... Well, you just the it looks like the prices have gone up a little bit. But not uh, not insanely well, so. Because it's I, always been a boutique, high-end. Oh, end. sure, yeah. But, and but they, some you of know, the component you prices stuff on your sides. Are, yeah. Are, are legitimately higher. Some of the component prices are higher, so... Anyway... I'm sorry, did the Apple guy just say that? What? What? <laughs> what? Stuff gets more expensive. There might be some markup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It is time for picks of the week. Uh, I want what Bruce has. Ba, 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 ba. All right. Uh, who's first? It's always Josh. Take it away, Josh. It's always me. Why? Because I'm the second uh, oldest person on the podcast and the second oldest employee of PC Perspective. Isn't that interesting? So I kind of average out. Why does that make you one. first then? Shouldn't it be Jeremy? Because I'm number Fitch? one. Well, okay. I mean, if you go in order, like if you look down below me, it's longest tenured yep. and then second longest tenured and then the new guy as I awkwardly point yeah. the other this way. Yeah. Yeah. It's seniority. I don't want to go first because I need a little bit of extra time, but I don't want to be, you know, dragging it on and being one of the last ones. It's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I, I would have picked what he picked, but he picked it before me. All right. Anyway, so anyway. Josh, uh, yeah. you know, for the longest time, 2560 by 1632 inch monitors was the highest you could get. And so, like, I remember I got a refurb from Dell of a 32 inch and it's still downstairs, and I still use it for like eight hundred bucks, eight hundred fifty dollars. That was, and that was an absolutely steal at the time. And you could barely get a hold of one of these. You had to be really lucky to be able to to catch it on the Dell Outlet Store. But I got one, and uh, Ryan shared the uh, the expense with me, and I used it for reviews for many many years. I still kind of do now and then. Um, but now we've got stuff that's just so much better this lg it's it's lower resolution it's 2560 by 1440 so you're losing uh what 160 pixels vertically but it's a va panel 165 hertz mm. refresh free sync hdr10 and it's $297. $297 will get you a 32-inch relatively high resolution screen. Yeah, it's not 4K. But, I mean, if you've ever 
you know, run a 32 inch 4K screen. I mean, it's it's your stuff's on there pretty tight, tiny. I mean, uh, for a long time, it took me a little bit to get used to that 32 inch Dell. It was 2560 by 1600. And uh, this is not that far off. And, you know, you're not going to look at it and you're like, oh, it's a 1080p 27 inch monitor because those things have massive pixels. This is still a lot finer and uh, 165 hertz. That's that's nuts. And HDR 10 and FreeSync Premium all for under $300. This is and look, it rotates. It rotates. Yeah. And remember, it's VA. It's not TN. So it's got really good blacks. It may not have as good uh, color representation, but still it's HDR10 and 95% sRGB, I think. Um, it's a smoking deal for a pretty good chunk of technology. And, and the reviews overall are are very positive of it. So this is... This is a great monitor if you want a brand new one for yourself or one for your kids or your wife or whatever. Uh, they're going to get a lot of use out of it, and it's big, and it's fast, and it probably looks pretty decent. So, yeah, that's uh, it's awesome. It's got a Mac-like chin, though, on oh. the bottom for a bezel, though. Oh, there he goes. Jeremy, <laughs> save us. Ah! Your pick, please. Brigador. Brigador. Uh, this was turned on to me in, in the chat. It's uh, if you ever, well, if you're old enough to even remember what the hell Syndicate was, uh, which was just sort of a running gun, corporate vampire shoot 'em up thing, this does a much better job of it uh, than the reboot uh, that came over Kickstarter did. It's running about six or seven bucks right now, and it's just stupid fun. Uh, the, the maps are on a slate, on a, are on a 45 degree angle. Your controls are 90 degrees. So there's a little bit of uh, fun to it, but you're either in a, totally a big stompy mech still. or. Yeah. It's oh, like it's, it's just on steroids. It, it, it's good old memories. I'm getting it's uh, Command and Conquer Tiberium Sun vibes here. Uh, like no it. base building or anything. Oh, no. No oh, okay. no okay. base building or anything. You're just a uh, contract killer out <laughs> to blow shit up. It's ridiculously cheap, and it is actually a, a fair amount of fun. You get money from the, the missions to buy lore or other things. There seems to be freelance contracts. I haven't gone into where you can play around with all the different vehicles and all the different weapons, because there's like four or five different factions. Each of them have about a dozen weapons, a dozen different vehicles. Uh, you just sort of wander around. Each of them do different things. If you're, you know, in a tank, you can do a big charge and get through stuff. If you're uh, an anti-grav vehicle, you can do stomping and, you know, turn uh, pedestrians. Well, they're not innocent pedestrians. They're, they're horrible, horrible people. And the street pancakes or the mech just sort of just bashes through stuff. It's quite amusing. There, there's not much point to it. Oh, it was Mir that uh, turned me onto this one. It, if you're just looking to turn your brain off for a little bit and have a bit of fun, totally worth it. Cross-platform PC, Mac, Linux. Yeah, it's on everything, and yeah, it's it's under six bucks. Wow, there you go. nice, cheap. 
Okay, who is next? Brett, your pick. Yeah, I've been noticing something that's sort of missing from the podcast lately, and that's slamming me for mentioning Micro Center. So I just want to be able to bring that back into the show and just bring up our Lord and Savior Micro Center again, please. If we could just talk about that briefly. Now, I bought my pick. What's a Micro Center? It's a Micro Center. It's a place where it's like Newegg, where they actually, you can go buy stuff for less. Yeah, let me pick my so location. Can you see which province they're in? I bought one wow, of these two ninety nine. I bought one of these chips for three twenty nine, and I thought I got a great deal about I don't know a few months ago, a couple months ago, two ninety nine. And you know me as an Intel shill, so let me just sell it right now. Well, it's really so, it's really just feeding the Hackintosh habit, is what it is. You know, I, I, I'll get to that at the end. You've spoiled my punchline, you know, as is your custom, but that's just fine. So this is my quick this wit. Is, it is. It's your rapier like wit. Rapier. So this is the Intel Core i9. 10850K, which is the reasonable 10-core CPU from in from Intel. Mm. As this, the other one was just ah, it's just too expensive. Why not just buy the the one that's affordable and pretty I mean, much does the if, same. You know, if you're if you're poor and you can't afford the best, that's fine. I, you know what? Sure. If you're if you're one of the poor's and you have to you know skimp a little here or there, yeah, it's like it's, the it's not quite as fast, but it's a lot cheaper. It's not, I'm going to hitchhike out to Maryland, <laughs> Pennsylvania, wherever the hell you're at, and just slap you 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 probably should i'm in virginia <laughs> because i am part virginia. of the poorest right now i've got two kids who graduated trying to go to college and it's just yes i am hey poorest, i bought so. this one you so how many this, of these are you gonna, gonna get josh this is guy. the most affordable 10 core cpu you gotta slap that guy i'm the I one who said it i'm the one who's being insensitive he, i'm being sarcastic i'm agreeing because uh-huh. i just i want to try to take brett down a peg because he's so proud of his 10 850k you know well, and that's that's actually Sebastian's job is to is to be that foil. So he's the ten nine k. It gives you that prestige of knowing that you paid two hundred dollars more for that the you same overpaid. thing, right? But the ten eight fifty k will give you a similar satisfaction, and you can lie about it to other people. You can tell people it's you know oh yeah it's the ten nine hundred k. Hold on, uh, I just have to address real quick in the chat. What? Somebody says Intel yeah, still with best FPS. No, have you read any of the reviews? The 5800X is like the supreme master of gaming. Right yeah, now, yeah, it's so. pretty good. Single core stuff on Intel, you know, don't be embarrassed. It's just probably not the, quite the best all the time. It comes, look, single core Intel comes close in it's gaming good. and productivity. It's good. For like 100 but it's, watts more. Yeah. If you, you can afford the cooling... Then it's fine. And, and I personally, there's a lot of great things about Intel platforms. They're, they're USB. We talk about the USB. It's so robust. Oh, yeah. Well, supposedly it's fixed now. I don't know if you've sort of. I don't know. know I don't trust as media that. as much. Okay. I like Intel right. for my transfers over USB. Right. Because they had that. But, they had that commercial of the guy walking through the 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 the, the whatchamacallit. Come on. Why can't I think of. The pl- not canteen. We'll wait. Come on, you can do it. I don't Think know of it. what you're what talking about. What is the word about? I'm thinking of? Where people eat at their building. Please insert Commissary? Diner, the cafeteria. Insert, insert cafeteria, holy The dumpster. Elementary, middle school, and high school, and couldn't remember cafeteria. I think I need some brain supplements. I, I think <laughs> yeah, those, the, uh, those the, brain the, cells may have died in the cafeteria. USB, you know, the guy, he was the rock star at Intel, and he was walking through, and people were getting his autographs and 
stuff. But yeah, no, USB support Intel is pretty, pretty robust. I'm sorry I derailed that. I'm going to have to find that ad for our after show. One Mm -hmm. more thing, Sebastian. You're totally correct. And this is actually the chip that will be in the last best Hackintosh. I think you should just go to Linux. If you don't like Windows, just use Linux. Come on, just playing just around free you're right about walled garden. You're right. Free you know, there was actually there was the challenge from a couple weeks ago. I'm trying to remember who who issued the, the uh, I would assume use Linux challenge. It might have been Mirror, the, actually. Mirror Karaducky. That was Karaducky, actually. That's who it was. Who uh, actually assigned each one of us a particular uh, <laughs> Linux variant. I'm not doing Arch. Distribution. I'll I'll, 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 I'll run for the uh, CD. <laughs> I can't I'm trying to remember which one that I got, but anyway, it's you know still might be a thing to do. Might and, and your your point your is not lost. You're not me. going to do it. Well, I mean, I've got. I'll too run many into apps VM on my Macintosh Mac. I do actually. I run Linux VMs on my on my Macintosh. Okay. What? All right. I what? have a pick this week. I have a pick this week. You Camera one. <laughs> okay. If you're like me and you refuse to pay, I'm Adobe not like every you month, at all. I okay, but if you don't like spending twenty whatever dollars a month it is to Adobe just to use one application, then because I I would only use Lightroom, I, I use other video editing software. Anyhow, there is a program I've I've been going through every alternative to Lightroom for a while, and I've tried the open source ones. I've tried to like them. I've tried to use them. This is the best one I've found so far. I liked it enough that I bought it. There's coupon codes out there if you do some quick Googling, and I got it for like 20% off. But So for around $80, you can own outright. I don't know why. They offer an $8 a month thing that's with the cloud storage built in. Just buy it outright. Very good photo editing software. It's called On One Photo Raw. And it's very... I mean, if you've used Lightroom, you know what this is. So you've got a way to organize and look at different photos and then go in to edit them. That's all I ever do. I'm very pretty basic workflow here. I want to be able to well, change Well, you can edit on a, on a tablet and you can edit on a phone. No, that's and, a very and Adobe thing. You can thing. edit on a PC. I, don't, I couldn't I mean, care less what about the mobile aspect. <laughs> it has some really nice AI enhancements look at, you can get. Look at that chroma. Look, 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 look at that okay. sepia filter. You know what? You deserve this. Holy cow. Try it for free. This one did have 14 a days. Yes. Probably was on the screen. I just ignored it. That's our Probably. show. We have been doing this just over an hour. And this could be a new record. It could be a 2021 record. We're getting better at this. Until next week. Thank you for listening and or watching. Goodbye. Good night, folks. I'm not Chevy Chase, and you're not either. If you can't enjoy yourself, enjoy someone else. It comes full circle. I ain't saying shh.